Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am. Uh, Yeah, I uh, got an interesting question this week about um, music licensing. So we all pretty much know that we can use music from sites like TheMusicBed.com or Song Freedom or a new one called Soundstripe, which is actually a pretty interesting site. Um, Not only does Soundstripe have like good overall music, especially if you're into instrumentals, Um, They do have music that has vocals and stuff, but if you like uh, instrumentals a little bit more, and that's more your style, um, then Soundstripe is awesome for that. And not not only that, but Soundstripe also has sound effects. Um, You have to pay more uh, to access the sound effect library, but I got to say, like, it's uh, it's pretty cool that they threw that um, option in. I wish Musicbed would offer something like that, but, uh, they don't have anything like that right now. So anyway, uh, I got an email, uh, this week and here's the question. Uh, do you know anything about acquiring the rights of a particular song choice right now? I just subscribed to Soundstripe to play it safe. It's a very large library of music I can license for my films. I was just wondering what it takes to license a song that has a little more popularity behind it. Uh, For example, this couple I'm working with wants to know what it will take for me to put Once in a Lifetime by Landon Austin in their film. So this is a good question. I have had people ask me for specific songs, you know, like popular songs that there's no way I could get the rights to use. Right. Um, I, I kind of learned this, um, back when I was first starting out, I did a wedding in downtown Denver, um, at this like literally downtown near Coors field, like on a rooftop of a, of a loft building. It was really, really cool. It was probably at the time it was like, you know, when I shot this wedding, I was like, Oh man, I'm like, I've really made it. Like I'm like doing this really cool wedding. Um, and so the couple, I remember the couple wanted me to use a song by Beck. Um, I can't remember the name of the song, but for those of you who don't know, I don't really listen to Beck, but, um, for those of you who don't know, Beck is like a Grammy award winning. Actually, I know he's been nominated. He's probably won some Grammy awards, uh, in the past, but, um, so he's like, he's like a big, he's like a big artist. Um, and they wanted me to use this song and a couple things about it. I didn't want to use the song cause it wasn't really like, uh, 
it just was like not a song you would use for a wedding. Like it just did not have a good flow to it. Um, so I didn't want to use it also. Um, yeah, I, I remember early on in, you know, my career, I didn't know how to go about licensing the music necessarily. So I reached, I just did some Googling and I found a website called Greenlight Music and the service that Greenlight Music offered was you would call them up and be like, Hey, I want to license this song for this project. Um, can you guys get me a license for it? And so what they would do is they would then call the label or whoever had the right, who, whoever owned the rights to the music and they would try to work out a deal. Well, it didn't take long for me to realize that it was going to cost like, I think for that Beck song, um, I don't like, I didn't even have serious talks about it. Um, so I don't know what the final price would have been, but it would, I think the, like, it was like a minimum of $3,000. I feel like that's the number that's like popping out in my head right now. Um, it might've been 5,000, but I feel like it was like, they were like, you should expect to pay a minimum of $3,000 to license this song. Um, and that was like a minimum. And it's not like, you know, when you go to music bed or you go to Soundstripe, they'll give you a license in perpetuity. So like, as long as your video exists, you have, you have the right to use the music that you licensed from them, right? Like you have that license forever. Um, with green light and with some of these other services where you get in touch with the label and you work out a deal, you don't have, you would have to make a deal for licensing that, that song in perpetuity, which would be super expensive. So, um, if you, you know, if you're looking to license like a Jay Z song or something, uh, or a Beyonce song, like good luck. Cause a, you have to, like the label or whoever owns the rights to the music basically is going to look at the project and say, yes, this is something we would, we want to license our music that we own for, or no, it's not. I'm going to guess that most people aren't going to license it. There's just not really going to go down the road of wedding videos. Um, you know, like the smaller artists are, are going to do it. Some of the big ones too might do it a little bit to make some extra money, but honestly, like, um, yeah, like most, most artists and labels are kind of going to like, for lack of a better phrase, they're going to look down on wedding videographers and not really see it as a viable, um, use of their music, (laughs) you know? So, uh, yeah, that, that was the impression that I got from that experience. As far as, you know, your alternatives, um, Here's what you can do. Let's say you want to use a song like that, right? Like, um, okay, so you said in your email here, let me pull it up. The song in the email is called Once in a Lifetime by Landon Austin. That's the song that the couples want, couple wants. So what I do is you can check a site like Greenlight. Like I said, it's probably not going to work out for most people because it's probably going to be too expensive. Um, you know, who's going to spend $3,000 to license a song for a wedding video? Like, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I don't think any couple would ever consider doing that. So anyway, uh, the other thing you can do is you can go to sites like Soundstripe or Song Freedom or Musicbed and type in the artist's name and hope that you get lucky and some of their songs are actually on those sites. 
Um, outside of that, your best thing to really do is, um, let's say you want to host the video on YouTube, right? Cause that's where a lot of people put their videos when they're done, uh, making them and they'll, they'll upload them to YouTube. Uh, what you can do is you can go, to, uh, just go ahead and Google, uh, YouTube audio library. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Click on YouTube, uh, audio library. YouTube. You'll see that in the result, the Google result. Um, and then it'll pull up a page. You'll see audio library at the top. It'll say free music, sound effects. There should be a little blue bar um, right at the top of the page that says have different music in your video. Check its copyright policies. So you can click on that. And then you can, there's a little search bar and you can search music. So I'm going to search Landon Austin. Here we go. We got a bunch of uh, Landon Austin songs, although they're mixed in with other artists, right? So go ahead and click on Landon Austin, the artist. You might see when you first are on the page, like there's only like 15 results or something. But if you hover over the results, you can actually scroll down. Um, that kind of caught me off guard the first time I was doing this. I did do this earlier and saw that it would pull it up. That's how I knew that I could just freehand this, freeball this, freebase this, whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. I know it's going to work this time. So I've searched Landon Austin. And okay, guys, sorry about that. So it turns out like I had actually just looked at this library like 10 minutes ago before I started recording and they actually had that song here. Um, and now I can't find it. It like just disappeared out of the results. So I'm not sure if it's something wrong with my search or what, but, uh, it's super weird. Uh, they did have once in a lifetime, uh, that pulled up before and I did look at it. So, um, let's just pull up another song. Let's pull up boom clap by Landon Austin here. Uh, here we go. What happens if we play, uh, boom clap in one of our YouTube, uh, videos? Uh, if you are using this song, uh, playback will be viewable worldwide advertising ads can appear. So, uh, the copyright owner of this song may monetize your video causing ads to appear. Uh, so, you know, if people want to watch the video on YouTube, they might have to watch an ad first. Uh, and then it'll oh, down below there. It says, if you perform, perform a cover of this song, it will be viewable worldwide and ads can, can appear. So the copyright owner, uh, the writer of the, the lyrics and all that stuff and the music can also, uh, run ads on your video. Um, and then right below that, it says copyright owners can change their policies or take action on your video that differs from what's described here. Um, and then you can click learn more. If you do that, it'll pull up a usage restrictions on claimed music page. Um, and basically, uh, it's, it basically says that uh, copyright holders can decide if and how they want their music to be used on YouTube and their copyright policy will affect whether uh, and how your video is made available. So if you use music listed in the policy directory, um, 
you know, you'll you'll basically get so for example, let's say you use Landon Austin's uh once in a lifetime. Uh you can use it, but you're gonna get a notice, uh basically a copyright claim that says, Hey, you're using our content. Um and they can basically decide whether they want to monetize it, block it worldwide, or block it in some countries. And they can uh, they can change their policy at any time. So let's say Landon Austin and whoever owns that music, maybe a label or something like that, record label. If they decide, you know what, we don't really want this these songs being used on YouTube or anymore. Um, all they have to do is change their policy and then issue copyright takedown notices. Um, so your video status could change in the future, depending on, you know, if a record label or the artist decides, um, they want that song removed. Um, so then you might be kind of screwed going forward. If, you know, a year from now, your clients can't upload that video to YouTube. Um, or if your video version of that gets taken down also, um, yeah, if you, I think, I think YouTube can't remember they might have like a three strike policy where um if you have like three i know vimeo does if you have like three videos taken down for copyright infringement then um they'll close your account um and i know i have like one strike against me on vimeo for uh a video i uploaded like four years ago uh, it was like this fashion show shoot that i did up in aspen um and one of my videos got taken down so um yeah, so you got to be careful about that because obviously you don't want your YouTube or Vimeo accounts to be deleted. So I, I'd say in general, your best bet is to you can take a chance on YouTube. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. But, um, you know, just know that that video might come down at a later date. Um, the other thing you can do is just have a policy for yourself where you say, I'm not, you know, I'm going to license music from you know, these particular sites that I have memberships right with. <clears throat> um, so like for me, that's musicbed.com. For you, it might be Soundstripe or Song Freedom or whatever. Uh, I just tend to let my clients know like, hey, these are the sites that I license from. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. And I also send them, um, you know, I, I, I'll send them like <clears throat> a link to, the, you know, the the licensing sites so that they can browse the music themselves and if they find something like that they like they can they can shoot me an email and let me know um otherwise i've i've crafted an email um that i actually i'll, I'll go ahead and read you the email that i i send clients when they inquire about using you know like a john mayer song or something popular that i know i'm not going to be able to license um here's what my my uh, email says, um, I license all my music from a website called The Music Bed. I'm legally obligated to license any music I use in my wedding videos. Unfortunately, most major labels and artists don't license music to wedding videographers, only to commercial advertisers and movie studios. Even then, the licenses are only valid for a limited time and are very expensive, uh, hundreds or thousands of dollars, sometimes Sometimes there are hundreds of thousands of dollars. I should put that in the email. Um, however, there are some sites that offer a limited selection of popular songs like Song Freedom and The Music Bed. 
I prefer the music bed over song freedom because they have instrumental versions for most of their catalog, which is extremely helpful to me since I like to include vows and toasts in my videos and having the ability to silence lyrics whenever I want is awesome. Um, you guys don't have to include that in your email, but that's, that's what I say. Uh, what I typically do for clients that want to exercise input over the song choice is send them a playlist of songs that I've been building for the last year actually it's been longer than that, that I think would work for them. And yes, guys, I do have a song uh, playlist um, of basically every song I've used and songs that I've found, um, but maybe just haven't found the right video to use them in. Um, I do have a, like, I call it my good for weddings uh, playlist. And I have that um, on music bed. Um, where am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I send them that playlist and then they can choose from those. You're also more than welcome to browse the website and pick a song yourself. Um, I'll be completely candid. I prefer to pick the song. Every time I put together a video, it feels like I'm solving a puzzle. So working with a song that I feel fits the puzzle better makes for a better video. However, I want you to be satisfied. So I'm always happy to work on this until everything is perfect. Hope this helps. So yeah, that's my email that I send to the clients. It basically does three things. First, it lets them know that, Hey, I have to license all my music. And then it get, provides them links to uh, the the sites where I license my music from, and then it explains uh, why um, why I have to do it, and basically shifts the blame away from me. It's not it's not something I want to do. It's something I have to do, right? Um, and then lastly, I give them the I give them a, a an option, right? I give them the ability to. Um, you know, participate in picking a song anyway. Uh, so it doesn't, so that, that way they, they feel like they have some say and they don't feel helpless in the matter. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I do that. So, um, hope this helps, uh, hope this answers your question and, uh, yeah, hope this helps you guys out. So till next time later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company. And for good reason, uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, 
I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event Make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're going to edit those down into something truly magical, probably um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.